0: And welcome to today's episode. I am your host, Brooke Alexander, and this is Of Course You Did. I am super excited for today's episode and to share this one with you. I literally just got done the interview and I am recording this right now because it was such a good interview. I spoke with a friend of mine, Kimberly Wenya, who... Uh, I've been friends with her for a long time over the internet, and I actually interviewed Kimberly. She was the very first podcast interview I ever did, so I'm really excited that she was the first interview that I've done in the kind of refreshed podcast as well. We had such a good conversation. You are going to need to take notes pretty much on everything that you hear, you're probably going to want to listen to it a few times because we talked about so much good stuff and Kimberly is such a wealth of knowledge from like a knowledge perspective, but also a, a theoretical theory perspective, but also in research, but also from experience because she has grown an amazing business from the ground up so we really focused on talking about what her mindset was like when she first started what mindset challenges she needed to work through or she got to work through all of that kind of juicy stuff we touched on a lot of manifestation and the kind of science behind it and Kimberly's perspective on those things so it was just a really really good conversation I'm really excited to share this episode with you I was so wrapped up in everything that Kimberly was saying that I forgot to have her let you know where you can find her. So if you want to check out Kimberly on Instagram, it's Kimberly Wenya. That's her her name there. And then her website is also KimberlyWenya.com. So if you want to check out any of the stuff that she offers, courses, masterclasses, any of that kind of stuff, I highly recommend you go and check her out. Go and give her a follow on Instagram. Um... Kimberly's energy is just so, what's the word? Infectious every time. She's just uh, definitely has that kind of infectious energy that when you're talking to her, you just feel energized as well. And that is so inspiring to me and motivating to me because I love connecting with people who embody what they talk about and what they share about. Kimberly talks a lot about mindset and manifestation and that kind of stuff. And we also had a really honest conversation about what it's like when you kind of feel down and really owning all of the human experience and kind of the the whole high vibe thing that goes on in the mindset manifestation world. Anyway, I'm not going to keep telling you what we talked about in the episode. I'm going to let you listen for yourself. So that is it for me right now. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I'm super excited to share it with you. When you do listen, please come and give me a little DM on Instagram to let me know what you thought of the episode and check in with Kimberly as well. I'm sure she would love to hear from you. So that's it for me. I'm going to let you dive in. Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's podcast. I have an interview for you today with Kimberly. I am super excited to chat with Kimberly. She was actually the very first person that I ever interviewed on a podcast episode ever. And I'm really excited to have you back and be interviewing you again when we're doing all like a refresh and kind of a, this is like for me, podcast 4.0. So I'm excited to have (laughs) you here. So thanks so much for agreeing to chat with me thanks so much for having me, Brooke. Awesome. Well, I think I would love to for you to let people know a little bit about yourself. So if you can let people know like who you are yeah. and what you do.
1: Totally okay. So, for those of you who haven't listened to the first episode that um, Brooke and I did together, my name is Kimberly Wenya and I'm a manifestation and mindset mentor. So, I help women to create their dream lives through understanding universal laws, the science behind manifestation, but also the energetics of manifestation and how we all, we all have a vibration and we're attracting our realities. So. I am very much like left brain sort of person, but I love the balance of the woo and I love the balance of science. So that's how I really present it in a really modern context. Um, And I've been doing this for the last three years now and absolutely have created my dream life just from, you know, starting this business whilst I was studying a science degree full time to then going and traveling around the world in 2019 and then coming back to Melbourne in 2020. And then here we are.
0: Mm -hmm. I love that. I think I need to remember to bring up science of manifestation because that's something that I kind of veer more towards. Especially right now, Um, I'm like more going down that path of the science behind it. So I want to like put a put a pin in that. Is that what the term is? Like put a pin in it. (laughs) Remember to come back to that. Um, But I would love to start by chatting with you about mindset because. I know that mindset, when it comes to creating the life that you want, creating a business, building a business, making money, doing all of these things, the biggest challenge for me personally was my own mindset. Like I could do all of the rituals, I could journal and try and manifest and do all of these things, but like it was the mindset shifts that were the most important and game changing things for me when it came to and and still now when it comes to building a business. So, I want to kind of rewind if we can to what it was like for you when you first decided to start a business and and why you why did you decide to start a business?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so um let's rewind. So, probably this would be back to 2018, right? But I started my personal development journey in mid 2017 so that's when I started to learn more about like law of attraction and universal laws and go to my own like personal development seminars that I felt called to Um, but the reason why I really started a business was because I remember just scrolling on YouTube back I mean not YouTube on Facebook back when Facebook was like actually something you scrolled on and (laughs) I just remember seeing ads of people being like hey want to live your dream lifestyle and it was really seedy and kind of really gross but <laughs> i remember just thinking actually yes i do and i i'm pretty sure that the thing that really enticed me was just having the, the the ability to have passive income without me having to work all the time because i really valued if i could do that i really wanted to do that because when i was growing up my dad was always um working till really late like he would work quite late to maybe nine o'clock or I don't even know what time it was I was so young but I always missed him because of that and the other thing was that at the time I was tutoring kids um, teaching them violin teaching them maths etc and it was really hard work for each hour getting paid, you know, anywhere between $25 to $40 an hour for, um, you know, having a couple students a week. So I just remember thinking, okay, this would be amazing. And so I just remember thinking, is it too much to start a business whilst I'm studying? Because a science degree is probably one of the heavier degrees in terms of what you can study at university. And it was my second degree at the time. And I was thinking, no, like just do it when I'm, when I've graduated oh my gosh, Brooke, I'm so glad that I didn't wait till I had finished graduating because I was able to build my audience, build a business in my third and last year of that degree. And in that third and last year of degree, I actually brought the business to six figures, which was, it was mind blowing because up until then I'd only probably been making $400 a month. Um, So I yeah I pretty much just decided that I wanted to make this because I wanted to work on my own terms I wanted to teach on something that I love talking about not something that I had to teach Um, and I wanted that freedom I wanted passive income etc
0: yes oh my gosh so many good things in there something that you love to teach not something that you had to teach like so key So key. Um, what, What was your mindset like when you decided to start the business? Like, would you say that you already had a solid mindset or was there kind of stuff that you had to
1: work through? Oh my gosh. It was always like constantly I had to work on stuff. So if people kind of want to know the vibe of what KW was like back then when I was starting to like start a business, I've actually got some really old videos on YouTube that you can watch from like 2017. So it's not even when I had started a business. So um, if you want to go and watch those, you definitely can. But I speak differently. I'm so much less confident. There's just so, so much that's different. And I just had to keep on working on it. So, you know, fears like people, of people judging me, fears of me having to put myself out there. Like these are things that were so... Um, you know, huge to me at the time, but now it's like, okay, I'm out here now. <laughs> and, and it's something that you have to just jump over. I think these big leaps at the start though.
0: Yeah, for sure. What would you say were the biggest mindset challenges that you had at the time?
1: You know what? Probably the huge, huge one was of, of being afraid of people judging me and being afraid of people thinking that, why the hell is this girl talking about manifestation? What is manifestation? Because I created almost like a identity around myself that I was the science girl or the girl who studied really well, or, um, you know, the intelligent person. And so, When I started to create this blog and talk about and be a manifestation coach, then people were like, what the heck? Because it was so different to how people knew me already. So I think that was the main thing. The other thing was also getting out of my comfort zone to actually learn how to sell. Like that was really, really new to me because all my life I had been taught be humble, be humble, be humble. And you know, over time, I this, my philosophy now is, like, you need to have all the traits that exist as a human being. You need to be humble in some points. But when I first began um, with the with the business I really needed to learn to be able to just sell my things and know that there were people who I was going to help change their lives if I could do this unapologetically and I really needed to kind of heal that whole being humble thing and be bold to show off my things in a way that it was going to help the right people change their lives. If if I could bang
0: on the table right now as like a yes, <laughs> I would because I really hope people were listening and taking note because the reason that I want to talk about mindset so much is like everyone struggles with these same mindset issues, but we all decide if we are going to work through them and get to the other side. So all of those things that you were just saying that you struggled with, like thinking that people were judging you and selling. Like, I guarantee you every single entrepreneur, every single person who has ever thought of starting a business has had those same mindset challenges along with others, right? And like, these are the ones that we need to work through. Like no human is exempt from the doubts, the fears, the worries. Like we all have them. Even the most successful person in the world has them to some degree, you know, and it's just like, what are we each individually going to do to get through it? And you made the decision to kind of, to work through those things to get to the other side. And clearly like you, you've gotten through, well, you've gotten past what they were at the beginning anyway. Like we all still deal with mindset challenges to some degree, whatever point we're at in life. Um, What kind of stuff did you do to get through it?
1: Yeah. Okay. So, Numerous things. The first thing was that I started to seek someone who will seek a mentor through whether that's like free podcasts or books because I didn't have a lot of money back then. So I I just went straight to free resources, and there are so many that you can like. Even back in 2017, there was so much less than what there is available three years later. There are so many more podcasts available. It's crazy. So. Um, I basically just went to these and I would see what certain people were talking about when it came to like fear of judgment and that sort of thing. And I would listen to like multiple people, not just one person, because I wanted to get the general consensus and I wanted to create my own understanding of how to overcome that, um, that fear. So I would do things like that and, and read books and take notes and stuff. Um, and then, I would apply it immediately. This is really important because a lot of people, when they're on their personal development journey, they can get into a cycle of just learning and learning and learning and never applying. But I think why I was able to grow so quickly was because I would learn, apply, learn, apply. Literally the day that I would hear something new, I would apply it and I would test it out and see how it would go. So that's how I got through it really early on. But then there came a stage where I knew if I really wanted to take it deeper, I needed to hire a mentor or get into some sort of like personal development course to help me with these mindset beliefs because I started to learn that your business will only grow as much as you grow internally. And when you feel limited and when you feel constricted and you're not going, you're not getting past these fears, your business is going to get stunted. So I actually took the leap to join a group coaching program. And I just was, I was guided with these fears. I was guided with how to grow my business, et cetera. And it it literally was very life-changing to have that guidance so I could grow. So those are the two main things. And then from there, I think it's just about continuing that journey, understanding that it's never over and being a student of life and understanding that even three years later, even right now, I still have different challenges It might even be similar beliefs, but a new level. So it's just about understanding that it's never going to go away. It's just about continuing to up level.
0: So true. So true. And like, I feel like 2020 for me personally was a year where I was kind of thrown into, okay, Brooke, now you're at this new level. And here are some more mindset challenges. It's kind of like I got through so many and then realize that there were like more to get through but it's I don't hate it I'm not mad about it like yes it's challenging and yes we go through them but every single time I go through these mindset challenges when I have to up level my beliefs when I have something else to work through it's like I know at the other side I'm going to be a different person I'm going to be closer to the person that I want to be like my ideal image of myself, the person who is resilient, the person who is kind and generous and caring and like confident. I'm going to get closer to that person every time I have a challenge. So it feels like shit in the moment, but it is a gift I'm saying here in quotation marks, but that is the human experience is to go through these these challenges and become the person who is on the other side.
1: Yes, I agree so much. <laughs>
0: um, I want to chat a little bit about, I know we've kind of talked about it a little bit, but your thoughts on the kind of needing to be high vibe and positive all the time because it's really refreshing to to chat with other people who aren't always like, no, we just have to think positive and be super high vibe. And I went down that path for a really long time thinking that I had to be high vibe and positive and it made me like so much more miserable because I was denying myself my own experience and kept on making myself wrong for thinking like, being sad sometimes or like having some self-doubt sometimes and I would then it would just become like an even bigger problem right when you start to make yourself wrong for what you're doing and what you're thinking um I'd love to hear
1: your thoughts on that yeah totally I'm so glad that you brought this up because this is something that is really misconstrued in the manifestation community. Um, Okay, so let's just talk about what we hear often. Yes, we hear often that To manifest your dreams, to manifest your desires, you need to be high vibe all the time or like, or not necessarily all the time, but you need to be high vibe. You need to be high vibe. And when I first got into manifestation, that was what I was hearing. And there are some really well-known thought leaders um, who still teach it this way. And they're saying, you need to feel happy and joyful. And that's what's going to attract good things to you. Now, when I really started to get into the science of manifestation and understanding universal laws, what I realized is that everything in the universe is in balance, everything. And if you look at one thing, there's always going to be a a positive side and a negative side to it. You can look at water and you can see that there's a positive side that it feeds plants, human beings, it nourishes us with, uh, you know, H2O, makes us feel hydrated. There's also the negative side of water. It causes tsunamis, um, you know, people drown in water, you know, there are so many, you can always see two sides. So when it comes to being high vibe, my definition of it isn't being positive because that's a polarized emotional state. That's not the balance of things. And so, When it comes to being high vibe, my understanding is you want to be the highest vibration of all. And the highest vibration of all through my own research, and many of us know this, is love. Love is, and I love to use uh, Dr. Dean Martini's definition of this, but love is the synthesis and unification of all the different emotions that we can possibly feel as a human. So that means all the times that you have felt sad, all the times that you felt angry, frustrated, grumpy, um, but also happy, joyful, Excited, enthusiastic, etc. But love means un- like understanding that you're meant to have all those emotions and actually being accepting of all of those emotions. So it doesn't mean that you are wanting to be grumpy all the time or sad all the time. But to me, love is being able to see both sides of one thing. So if you can. Look at a breakup and see how, yes, it was so heart wrenching, but there were so many good things that you got out of it. And you can actually see both sides, then you step into a place of love. And that's what true high vibe is. That's what being true, truly high vibe is, in my own definitions. And so, if you went through the breakup and you're feeling really low, but then you can realize all these positives things like, oh my goodness, you are free. You're not told what to do anymore. You don't feel like you have to say the right thing. All the time. Um, you you've created space to call in a soulmate, you know, things like that. And you can when you can actually feel that energetic balance between both the negatives and the positives, that's what being truly high vibe is, and that's also what gratitude is, right? So love is gratitude when you truly balance it out with seeing both sides, and you can have a really bad day but still enter gratitude and still enter this really balanced state. But you might not be like, zing, zing, zing. Oh my gosh, I'm so happy. I'm so positive. (laughs) But that seeing that gratitude and seeing that love is stepping into being high vibes. So these are one of the things that I talk about um, in this masterclass, a free masterclass I do. It's called The Truth About Manifestation for anyone who wants to go and check that out. But it's so important because... That way you actually give yourself permission to be human. Um, and you can actually step out of this just things that everybody says where you need to climb up this emotional ladder. To me, I don't subscribe to that idea that there's an emotional ladder because no emotion is better than the other. You're a human being, you're meant to have all the different emotions of that life has to offer you, but you're just not meant to, you know, let yourself. Go down into um, sadness for for long periods of time. It's about understanding that balance can be achieved with, you know, all emotions. And it's about living your life, not feeling like you need to be one-sided. So that's kind of like it in a nutshell. I could keep on talking, but <laughs> I hope this helps. Yeah, of
0: course. I mean, that was such a good explanation. And I think it's so important, especially now that like spirituality, personal development, manifestation, all of these things are coming so becoming so much more mainstream. And with that, the people and the kind of teachers who do promote this uh, being high vibe all the time, like they're also becoming more mainstream. I feel like they're, I mean, I don't know who specifically that you're speaking about, but I can think of like a teacher or two that I feel like are like the gateway into manifestation stuff, they're often the first step that people come across and listen to a lot. So, it's <laughs> really important that we have these other people, teachers like yourself who are saying, "No, it's okay to be human. You're allowed to have negative I'm I'm doing this in quotation marks, but like negative things that are labeled negative feelings because it is that positive and that negative, everything does have two sides. The whole earth the whole universe is in balance and I I really just love everything that you said. I really hope Thank everyone's you. taking notes <laughs> like seriously. I hope everyone's taking notes on all this stuff. I'm gonna have to re-listen and and take notes myself. Um I wanna jump into you kind of touched on a little bit and I think this was the thing I wanted to put a pin in. I think this is the mm. one. Um the science of manifestation because um, that is, from an NLP perspective, I also can kind of see the science of manifestation from a different perspective, like I think there's probably quite a few, but the science of manifestation as explained through NLP, there's lots of ways to explain it, Um, but I want to hear what you had to say about it.
1: Yeah. So I think what fascinates me the most when it comes to the science of manifestation is that we, we all have an energetic frequency. Um, and this comes like if we were just to go down into our bodies, our bodies are essentially made out of matter. Matter is made out of atoms. And when you, when you look at an atom, there is the, there is electrons, right? And so what my understanding is, is that anything that is made out of matter, and let's go down kind of like Einstein's route, right? So let's just look at the equation E equals mc squared. So matter has a mass, electrons have a mass. Um, what would you call it? Atoms have a mass. And so when it comes to, let's have a look at the equation E equals mc squared. That means energy equals mass multiplied by the constant of Constant. Just don't worry about that. Square. Okay. So what we're going to focus on is energy and mass. So here's the thing: people used to think that they weren't related. Energy and mass weren't related, but this um, equation equation shows us that mass, in general, has energy, and so that means that you have a frequency because they are connected, E equals M, C squared. And so when you, like, when we look out in life and we're looking at our physical bodies, it doesn't look like there's any sort of energy radiating off us. Like you can't see there's like, um, you know, well, some people can see an aura, but it's about understanding that you are actually sending out signals out into the universe. And Joe Dispenza has done experiments where literally they can measure Um, your electromagnetic field up to like seven feet away from you. And there's been studies done where scientists have gotten these, I think it's just to make it really simple, jars of ice or jars of water or whatever it is, and they will say like affirmations to one jar and they will kind of harass the other jar with really mean and insulting words. Or they were playing like classical music or like metal music or whatever. And each time when there were affirmations or classical music or beautiful music um, being being said to a jar of water, the crystal structures that were formed in that water, even though it wasn't touched, nothing about it. It's just the energy was so much more organized and beautiful compared to the jar that wasn't. And when I think about it as well, it's like order means love, disorder is like fear and kind of like the the antithesis of love. Um, So when it comes to the science of it, you need to understand that you have a vibration, you are sending out energy out into the universe, And the universe is actually using that to create your reality. And so what you need to understand is that when you are thinking certain things, when you are feeling a certain way, that's creating your reality. So what I love to understand about this is that um, you might be thinking to yourself, oh, you know, everything is going to be really, really bad today. I can't believe the weather is so bad. I'm never going to get this rental place or whatever. You might be having all these negative thoughts and not realizing that that's actually influencing what you are creating. So another way to talk about the science of manifestation is that there's this thing called the observer's effect. And this is where, um, where scientists were looking at the behavior of photons I think it was photons it might be it might have been something else um I actually have to go and review these things (laughs) but when they were I think it might have been electrons actually it is electrons so when when scientists were kind of just looking at the behavior of electrons they would behave differently on their own when there wasn't um, an, an observer But as soon as an observer would look at the experiments, the electrons would kind of appear in a certain way and it would appear according to who the observer was differently. And so this also shows that things manifest as an appear depending on who is observing them and each person will have a different vibration frequency and is going to observe things differently. And so this created us to to realise that you, if it can work at a micro level, level, it can work at a macro level, meaning that you can actually observe things into your reality through shifting your thoughts, changing your mindset, changing your energy, et cetera. Mm -hmm. So this was a really, really cool experiment too. And those are the main things that I love to go into. They're kind of like touching the surface when it comes to the science of it, but I teach a lot more of this in my courses, et cetera.
0: Yeah, and for anyone who has questions about the experiments that Kimberly was talking about, you could go online and like actually view the results from those experiments too. Like you can see that they're they're real, like they actually happened. And um, what I love about the um, the electron experiment is that they showed up depending on what people expected. Like people's expectations yes. influenced. Where the electrons would move to and how they would show up, which I find just so I, I find it all so interesting like, wild,
1: yeah, 100%. It's so crazy.
0: And then, how do you think action comes into play? Because for me, when I was kind of following a more spiritual path, um, I thought that I could write in my journal and meditate Mm -hmm. on my bed and think positive thoughts and I would become rich and have so many clients and and then I felt bad when it didn't happen because obviously it didn't happen so how does action come into play for you because that was the missing piece for me I thought I could just sit down and stuff would happen and not to say that like that hasn't happened for me like from doing nothing I've had like magically things appear from me just like thinking about them but when it comes to like the results that you need to achieve in life, that stuff hasn't fallen into my lap quite yet. For me, I definitely do need to take action. So um, how does that come into play into all of this as well?
1: Yeah, 100% you must take action. Um There's a universal law, which is a law of action, which if you do like to create a result, you must invest action into that thing. And so if you're wanting to build a business, you can't just sit in your bed all day and meditate. You need to take action by creating a website and, you know, start to create posts for your ig um etc and something that is really missed in stuff like the secret is taking action they they make it seem as though you just close your eyes you visualize and suddenly you've got a diamond necklace around your neck when that's not the case um and often when it comes to manifestation there there is like i feel i love the the magic of it where there are some times where you can just you know um say like, dear universe, today, I'm going to see a yellow flower. And that can happen for you, (laughs) given that you leave your house, maybe, or Mm -hmm. even if you're just scrolling on social media or whatever, I've definitely had things like that happen, but there's still a level of action taken. So let's just use that example, right? I will see a yellow flower. I was doing, I was making a scripting video teaching how to script for YouTube. And I literally did an example of saying today, I will see a yellow flower then i went for a walk with my dog and at the park there was this one lone yellow flower it was like a dandelion (laughs) and basically i was like oh my goodness a yellow flower but that couldn't have happened if i didn't go out for a walk so there's still a level of action that was taken i didn't go out trying to see it but i just so happened i was on the walk and then i realized oh my gosh here's that yellow flower. I said it was going to manifesting. So it, it works on the level of like just tiny things like that, all the way to manifesting money, manifesting wealth, manifesting a dream home, et cetera. You must take action. And I think that the way that I teach my clients and teach in general how to take action is tuning into your intuition because your heart knows what you must do. I I still say up until today, and I've done this from the very beginning, is following my heart to tell me what is the actions I must take to be on the path of least resistance towards my goals. Because your heart will know, your intuition knows what you are most inspired to do, what you're most, most inspired to take action on. And if you just continue to tap in to what your heart's telling you and it feels really cozy and inspiring and something that you cannot wait to do, then that's a good sign that it's going to help you to reach your goals. So that's how I see... Action. And then I think that it's always just about continuing to take it consistently because you can't just take it one day and then expect it to just magically appear. You need to take consistent action every single day and ask yourself, what are the top three things that are going to help me make this come true? Mm -hmm. So, yeah,
0: so important the consistent action. Most people, I mean, so many people take an action one day and don't see the results and the results that they were expecting. And then think that it's not going to work, that the thing that they're trying to achieve, that they're never going to get to their goal, but it's consistent action. And it's it's consistent action for me anyway, personally, it's consistent action with the mindset work as well to to work through the stuff that goes through my mind, on, okay, I've taken this action and it hasn't produced the results on day one. Now, like what beliefs and stuff are coming up? Okay, work through those. And that's how you get those beliefs that you need to work through to come up by taking the action, by seeing what happens and you're getting closer to, like we were talking about at the beginning, becoming the person that you want to become. You have to take the action to come up to the limiting beliefs or whatever else is going to come up along the way. Because if you don't take action, none of that stuff is going to come up. You don't get the opportunity to work through it if you're just sitting down trying to meditate and thinking that's what's going to get you your goals. You have to take the action to allow the, the stuff to come up that's been stopping you from getting that goal or achieving that goal already. Is that making sense? Sorry, I just had a
1: coughing fit. <laughs> so I was oh, like, I to no. mute myself just again. But yeah, absolutely, I agree with that.
0: Yeah, so I would love to kind of talk about money mindset because that is a huge thing. I know it's been one of the things that I had to work on the most when I first started my business was money mindset and it's one of the things that I consistently work through at every level and help my clients and students work through too like it doesn't ever go away. I know people that are making millions of dollars and still have like money mindset issues that not, I don't want to call them issues, but like money, Mm. money beliefs that come up that they're like have to work through at their next level. So let's chat about money mindset. And first of all, let's chat about how yours has shifted from when you started your business to now.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So when I first got into business, my money mindset really needed a lot of work because I was in the mentality that if I want to make money, I need to be working. Like that was the hugest, biggest belief that I needed to get through. And because I had created my first ebook, I was thinking to myself, okay, for each person who buys this, I need to be doing something like that was subconsciously what what I was thinking Mm -hmm. and so I needed I remember this so clearly Brooke I was at a rock climbing gym and it was like I, I think it was the day that I had first launched my ebook or whatever and I remember thinking to myself I'm rock climbing. There's no way that someone's going to buy this. Like, how is that even possible? But I just did my best to to just affirm to myself. Money can come in in all forms. Money can come in even when I'm not working. Money flows to me on a frequent basis. It didn't come that like flowyly when I was, you know, if three years ago, but (laughs) that was what I was reminding myself. And I just remember rock climbing. And then I remember checking my phone and somebody had bought my ebook, and I was like, "Oh my god, it didn't work!" But money came through, and I was so shocked. And and at the same time, I was like, "Okay, but I need to do something." Then I had to remind myself, no, like th- this person is receiving a beautiful copy of my ebook that I worked, you know hours and hours and hours on. That was my invested time into something that I get to sell now, now forever, as long as I want to sell this thing. And I just had to remind myself, I have invested this time and energy to create this beautiful thing. Someone is now paying me to access that product. And so I then just kept telling myself, okay, it's safe to receive even when I'm not working. So, that was majorly how I worked on things. And you know, I think that day I had three payments, and that was really, really incredible because I would have had to work for probably six hours to make that amount of money, or three hours to make that amount of money. And so I was already really loving this whole new level of receiving money. Now when it started to like get more into business than I had to work on limiting beliefs in terms of making a lot of money. And I had to learn that I wasn't becoming a rude person. I wasn't becoming a mean person. Like all those things that you kind of judge um, rich people when you're watching movies and when you're growing up, and maybe it's just things that you hear from people talking I had to teach myself that I, it's safe to become rich and it's safe to become wealthy because if I couldn't think that way, then I was subconsciously going to block myself from even trying to hit those numbers or trying to make a six-figure business or or anything like that. So it was just about understanding. I had to ask myself, what are my fears around money? And then I had to ask myself, what do I decide to be true on how I see things? And I had to learn that money is a magnifier of who you already are. And if you are a mean person, it can just make you become more mean. Or if you are a kind person and and loving, then it's going to make you more kind and more loving. And and it's going to help you live your inspired life. So these are the things that I really had to work on. And oh my gosh. Okay. So this is something that I wish I knew before I started business or at least at the start which is that it's not about how much you make it's about how you manage your money because there are there are people who are making 10k months there are people who are making 100k months and it really at the end of the day you can be making a lot of money but if you are not managing it and if you're only if you're not making a profit at all because you're spending it all then what's the point of that you know so what I've learned over time as well is that you need to learn how to manage your money. And when I first started business, I only had one account, which is mind blowing to me now, but it meant that I didn't, I couldn't tell the difference between savings and what I was spending with the, bus- with the business. And of course I had split it into business and personal, but that's all I had really done. And um, I did, de- I definitely made a profit that year. So I'm not saying that I was one of those people who spent it all, but I definitely couldn't manage my money better. So when you are starting your business start, being aware and start educating yourself on how you can manage your money better because um, there are people that I've heard of who are making millions or million, million dollar companies yet they could be $200,000 in debt or you just, you never know. So it's really important to also be careful with what you're hearing from certain people, do your research, making sure that they are, you know, (laughs) an authentic and a good um, thought leader to be listening to. Um, But also just start managing your money better. And something that I then, you know, made the goal of for myself in business was to have six figures of savings and savings to me is something that you i cannot touch that like once it's there it just becomes a money magnet for me because i'm constantly adding to it and it's making me more abundant and i'm able to attract more money to add to that so that's something that you know i hit eventually which i celebrated but it it was something that i didn't even start from the beginning and i wish i had because it would mean that the savings would be even larger and i would have an even bigger money magnet within my life so Yeah, these are all things that I just wish I knew. So important for people to
0: manage their money as well, and not enough people talk about that. So many people talk about like make six figures and make a million (laughs) dollars and like be super quick and like you, I'll teach you how to do it in a month. But like, money management is so important and. I have been learning money management. I was the type of person, I grew up with a mom who just liked to spend money on everything, like shopping every weekend. We would go to the mall, the the shops, I guess you call it in Australia. I don't even know how to speak Australian (laughs) anymore, but we'd go to the mall every weekend and like just walk around and buy stuff. And so that was something that I carried with me into adulthood. So I would have jobs and like, have no money because I had just been spending it all on shopping. And I had to learn to stop doing that, to stop just like buying stuff. So we can talk about like making more money and making a million dollars and and six figures in a month. And like, you know, all of these things that we're, we're told are really important to do, but managing that money is the most important part, because if you don't know how to manage it, You're not going to have any of it left. You need to work through the mindset beliefs that you have around money to make sure that you can, if you want to save six figures to make sure that you can do that, if you want to buy a house to make sure that you can do that, because like money beliefs and stuff is going to come up along the way. And like managing the money is the most important.
1: Yeah, I agree. hundred percent.
0: I love it. Okay. So we've been chatting for, oh my gosh, I could chat about this stuff for so long, but I want to ask you one final question. What is the best piece of advice you've ever been given?
1: Oh, okay. You ready for it? Yep. <laughs> Wait, well, I'm trying to phrase it in a way that's eloquent, and then I just like totally just like <laughs> um, the best advice that I have been given is to listen to my heart. It's that simple, um, and that could be seen in contexts where listening to my heart is resting that day listening to my heart could be taking the leap to um work with a specific person um you know listening to my heart could be reading a certain book going a certain place there are so many things that you can listen to your heart to do but it just starts with just asking yourself and get get out your journal and just Ask yourself the question, what is my heart telling me to do? Or what is my heart guiding me towards? And let yourself just speak from your intuition, write anything that's coming to you. And that is honestly the the greatest advice I've ever received.
0: (laughs) I love it. I love it. Thank you so much for for sharing that and for being so open and honest with our conversation and sharing so much good stuff. Like I guarantee people are going to need to listen to this three times because you said so many good things and so many important things that I'm really excited to to share. So thank you so much for spending your time with me.
1: Of course. Thank you so much for having me, Brooke. I appreciate it.